Hello. Uh, hello there, Joseph Rosensteel. How, how are you this morning? I'm fine. You're sounding particularly resonant today. Oh, thank you. I, 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 I might be workshopping uh, a new impression. Um, I'm just curious, you know, if uh, you can pick up on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I might just keep on keeping on with it and we'll see if, uh, if eventually you get there. Because um, honestly, it's very new. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day and it was uh, it had Conan O'Brien in it and um, he was talking to somebody and it was uh quite interesting and in fact made me all the more attracted to this person when i um was listening to uh it's it's a podcast i don't know if i said the full name of it it's called i'm not really like into late night comedy um but i started listening to conan o'brien needs a friend uh per the recommendation of someone on twitter and uh, it's actually quite incredible. And uh, Tig Notaro's on it. And that one was a super funny one. Um, I really liked the one. Let me see. What was it? Um, oh, goodness. I really liked the one with... Um, oh... I can't. Oh, Nicole Byer was really funny. Oh, she's and, great. Yeah, she is great. And that episode was particularly hilarious. Um, Nick Offerman and Megan Mullally were on there. Uh, I found out that I like Kristen Bell even more than I thought, mm. um, which was great. And the person that, <laughs> that I was trying to do an impression of, but I know I failed, Jeff Goldblum was on. Um, Conan O'Brien needs a friend, and he was just like purring and and <laughs> just doing all of those things the whole time, and it was quite lovely. Um, just, I mean, not not that in particular. That sounds kind of creepy. I mean, the whole interview was quite lovely. <laughs> purring Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> a purring Jeff Goldblum is, um, you know, I, I would like to have now. I'm I'm realizing instead of. Uh, you know that the little, those little like cylinders, and you can take it and you can flip it upside down and it moves. I want a little cylinder that I flip it upside down and it's a Jeff Goldblum purr, and that would that would make me really happy. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so yeah, um, how are you? I'm okay. I've got uh some 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 tea. I brewed some tea. Uh, oh, I thought you meant you had some drama because oh. for those out there who are not hip to the slang, as it were, when someone has tea, you tell them to spill it. And when they spill it, that means that they are sharing the drama. Um, but, folks, Joe Rosensteel is not talking about the drama tea. He's talking about actual water with leaf particles in it. Yes, but the the... Leaves are strained. So. Those are some strained leaves. They're working mm -hmm. real hard. What what kind of uh, what kind of plant babies are you putting into your tea? <laughs> uh, this is a psalm um, in here. So this is a, an Irish breakfast uh, uh, brew that we got going on with a Irish breakfast. Arr. A dash of uh, coconut milk. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so it, it it's a uh, it's not tropical in flavor or anything like that, but uh, it it has a nice quality to it. Because uh, I don't a usually nice put uh, any dairy into coffee or tea, uh, but I'm finding that it helps with some of the tannic qualities of very strong black tea. Uh, mm -hmm. If you if you put a little drop in, uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't. That. I don't go for the dairy, so uh, I'm going for this. And I prefer my my favorite non milk milk is oat milk, but uh, that has carbs. so sweet. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I I like oat milk a little bit. Um, it's a little thick for me. Um, mm -hmm. My vegan partner, he is he like will buy oat milk as a it's sort of a treat for him. He'll get chocolate oat milk, and that's like a in place of a, a milkshake or something like that. Um, 
and I've tried it and I like it. It's just very sweet. And uh, coconut milk is, if I'm sort of mixing it with a beverage, that's the one I choose. Hmm. Is it uh, sweetened or unsweetened? Uh, unsweetened. Uh, oh, 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 the chocolate oat milk. Yeah. Well, I would imagine that's sweetened. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. The chocolate oat milk is uh, sweetened. I'm not sure about um, like normal. I've never had normal oat milk. I've only uh, had the chocolate oat milk. But with the coconut milk, yeah, I get it unsweetened. Oh yeah, same Z's. Um, but see, I would only have the the unsweetened oat milk. And uh, my favorite preparation for unsweetened oat milk is there is a, a, a specialty green tea matcha place near here that makes uh, matcha lattes with. Uh, oat milk and several other varieties of milks because uh, it's a uh, it's a fancy fancy place uh, but uh, the 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 oat milk uh, matcha latte uh, iced is quite nice yeah that sounds good it's a good combo not too sweet and you get the the grassiness of the matcha <laughs> now can i ask you why mm-hmm. irish uh tea instead of english breakfast tea oh uh, i just i prefer assam um like the i i i don't know it's a darker tea i think than english Psalms breakfast over revelations yes, or, exactly. or leviticus or <laughs> yeah i think english breakfast is a blend of assam with something else and i don't remember what it is off the top of my head uh but uh it i, I don't think it's as strong as uh irish breakfast uh which is straight assam um which i've never had irish breakfast tea i think mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a blend of teas from Assam. Is it Ceylon? Ceylon? Uh, Ceylon? I think it's Ceylon. Um, Ceylon and Kenya. Uh-huh. Interesting. Kenyan. But anywho, uh, this one I have is just pure Assam. But uh, I, I got it when uh, Jason Snell was doing the uh, promotional ad reads for a certain tea company during uh, the... The, the Star Trek Discovery Flashcasts, uh, they, they sponsored it. And uh, also the uh, thing that sounds like Family Feud but isn't, the legally distinct um, Federation Feud, uh, which is a game that on the uh, Comparable Game Show Network. They, they also sponsored that one. But, uh, but I bought that, and uh, it's, it's nice. I did it. I participated in an ad <laughs> from the podcast. <laughs> How nice. How often do you do that, do you find? Oh, almost never. Um, I think that I have given codes to people um, when I find that they're looking for that product anyways. Like uh, Mm -hmm. Jason wanted an away suitcase, and I was like, I have a code for that. (laughs) Because like (laughs) literally every podcast, I don't remember which podcast it was, but uh, like... We'll just pretend it was clockwise. We'll pretend. (laughs) And uh, it might have been an upgrade. Um, But... uh, We'll pretend it's (laughs) clockwise, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh the you know that just comes up every now and then but I, I haven't i haven't done that i i did buy stuff from the internet uh but it had nothing to do with a podcast ad it was uh the the time i bought Allbirds, um which i uh never wear because uh i discovered that um my attempts at rationalizing uh them in terms of them looking nice and uh my my distinct lack of comfort wearing them uh is is it's just not worth it no bueno uh i did buy other internet shoes recently but it's just zappos and it's new balance uh so i'm i'm just uh <sighs> giving up on that that a dad internet life hey, well they're not they're not they're, they're kind of nice ish <laughs> jason doesn't like them jason, jason thinks the color is not <laughs> not good what color are they uh let me show you because yeah uh, i feel like Attempting to describe it would uh, not not do a good job. What what bird does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, I don't know, like a ground finch. Uh, oh yes, the old ground finch, a, a ground finch of a shoe. Uh, <laughs> but Darwin's finches—they are so cool. Yeah, they are brown and they are neat. Oh. Yeah, that's a choice. Oh, wow! They, they are light. They're okay. So I, here's the thing. Let me oh. let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. Let me be clear. <sighs> I don't think there's anything wrong with this color. Mm. 
But <laughs> I was specifically thinking of those shoes on my feet, and they would quite literally clash with my skin tone. Um, and well, not I shouldn't say clash. In fact, they would sort of they are like four shades lighter than my skin tone, dear reader. And so I couldn't wear these because I'd feel like I was an ombre layer cake. Um, however, Joe Steele happens to not be brown like I am. I am so white. <laughs> <laughs> and so I can understand. Uh, the color, folks, is called hemp slash, and I kid you not, the second word here is tarnish. Um, yeah, I I think that so they remind me of a band aid actually in color. <laughs> oh, because and that's not a bird. The, the, little, not, yeah. the little vents, vent holes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the, that's what else helps. Yeah, the vents help. No, mm-hmm. I I actually I do like the the shape of these shoes is really nice. Okay, um, they're not dad shoes at all, and I was kidding um, about that. They yeah, I like that. Um, are they comfortable? They look comfy. I don't know. I haven't opened the box yet. It came yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, they're just like the other New Balance ones that I have, except those are gray. So I'm uh, fingers crossed on that one. Because uh, uh, it turns out uh, I need a, a wider shoe to have a comfortable shoe experience. And uh, none of those internet companies that uh, make shoes and they're trying to disrupt the market, uh, like what, what's the name of it, Adam or whatever, uh all, oh, yeah. all of those ones, uh, they all have very uh, standard size, narrower shoes, and they are uncomfortable. So uh, new, new Balance it is. New Balance it is. And mm-hmm. listen, folks, if you're going to have a shoe, you better have a wide option and you better put it in a box and you better vacuum compact it. And that way you can open it up. And then you get the same experiences opening a cast for mattress. And that's really what sells things is uh, vacuum packing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you know that, but that's the key to online success is you disrupt the market by going straight from the manufacturer to your doorstep and you vacuum pack it. And that's all it takes. Yeah. And they bought the shoe factory in Germany, too. Um, yes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I, got, I got a question for you, Micah. Uh, okay. I'm going to turn the tables on you. Um, oh. Now, I know no advertisers listen to this show, so don't worry about about uh, the anyone hearing this and being upset, but have you ever purchased uh, something from one of the, the ad reads that you're doing on a podcast or heard an ad read where you're like, I'm going to buy that? Not an ad read where the, the, the sponsor sent something to you to try out or keep. Uh, but mm-hmm. but but one where you're just like I am so appe- I find this so appealing I'm going to go for it. Um, yes, and I'm trying to think now what those have been. Um, f- I wanted to fool around with Linode um, just because Dan uh, Morin, my co-host on on Clockwise, was bragging about having a Linode server, and I felt I just I felt disrespected, and I felt. <laughs> Um, I felt upset and I felt little and small. And so I, I wanted a Linode server of my very own to brag about. And so I, uh, went and looked into that. And as I was about to click the buy button, I was like, Micah, you need to just chill out a little bit here, bud. And so I haven't chosen to go through with that yet. But I think, no, and, and obviously I'm kidding about that. I think it would be fun. I'm not kidding about going and, and wanting to get a Linode server. I did do that. I started to do that. I think it would be fun to have a Linode server and get to do all the fun servery things that you get to do. Um, but I just haven't gone through with that process yet. Uh, I, oh, um, other company or other podcasts that I've listened to, I don't think that I've ever done a podcast that has been sponsored by. I don't think I have. I may have. Well, I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, don't hold me again. Don't hold it against me if I have. But um, Harry's used to sponsor a whole lot of podcasts, and it seems they've cut back a little bit. But the Razor Company, and I bought a. Harry's razor set after listening to a podcast ad. Um, the Quip toothbrush, 
I really, really liked. Um, unfortunately, mine broke uh, the the actual like base of it. The you you get new heads every three months or whatever it is, mm-hmm. but the base it has to like you have to click it onto the base and the part that you click onto that broke. And so it wouldn't click and stay on anymore. And so I couldn't press it against my teeth. And I'm sure if I had contacted them and said, Hey, the base of my toothbrush broke, can you give me, give me a new one? I'm almost sure they would have replaced it, but I am weird about those things and I never got around to it. And then I ended up going to the wire cutter and the wire cutter told me what toothbrush I should be getting. And so I switched to that. Um, is it, think, is it the, the, the Oral-B one? Uh, oh, shoot. I had I actually had my toothbrush right next to me. Because, <laughs> dear reader, if you haven't listened to any of the podcasts that I've been on, I just moved. And so I've got everything surrounding me still because I have not had <laughs> an opportunity to, to pack things up. Um, or rather, not to pack things up, but to Unpack. settle in. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. and that'll probably be, you know, talk to me in three months about that and we'll see where things are. Um, but as it stands, there's a lot of stuff still in boxes. But I had my toothbrush near me, obviously, because that needs to come out instantly. Um, anyway, well, let's see. I'm going to go. We're going to just, we're going to walk together now to thewirecutter.com. See, I really have to work on it. He purrs, he purrs, and he just, he's constantly making noise, and uh-huh. I, I quite like it. And he's just filling, filling the space and, uh, you know, talking to, talking to Conan. Uh, yeah, it is. It's the Oral-B Pro 1000. Mm-hmm. Um and I love it. I mean, it's a great toothbrush. It's there are a bunch of different heads you can buy for it, which is nice. And um, got the timer built in. Oral B is not a sponsor, but uh, the Quip was at one point for me, and I got the Quip toothbrush. And then I think that I've done. Um, so Blue Apron, of course, did send me I think a box or two of food and so did another one but I have gone on to subscribe to both of those for periods of time um because I really liked the food uh options that they provided and it was nice to not have to to sort of cuz I normally just eat beans and rice um during the week and that's fine for me but it was kind of fun to to you know cook and make something new and be able to have that um, but I ended up, you know, not sticking with that because my beans and rice is so much easier I, and still just as satisfying. I have a question for you. Okay. Is it always the same kind of beans and rice or do you vary something up about it? Uh, so the beans and rice is the base, the bouillabaisse, base, if you will. No, you won't. It's <laughs> fine. <sweet>. Um, <laughs> the beans and rice is the base. Um, and I mix it up. So sometimes I will, uh, I'll also like, then after I make the beans and rice, I will instant pot a couple chicken breasts. And that might be shredded and mixed with, you know, some sort of, um, cumin based spice stuff and then i'll make like a a mexican dish with shredded chicken um sometimes i will use the beans and rice as a base and i will add um a well let's see what else have i done um oh that's what i was trying to think of like make a a stir fry with uh they make this great gluten-free teriyaki sauce that i love with all of my heart and soul and so i'll use that um Sometimes I will just have beans and rice, and sometimes I'll make a chili, uh, but I like to have rice in my chili because it's more filling. So it's really more like a stew, but it's just I make a chili, and then I cook some rice, and I mix the rice into it. Um, And then sometimes I will not have beans and rice, and I'll have stew instead. The idea is like throw everything into a pot and heat that bad boy up, separate it into uh, plastic containers, and eat like a king for a week. Not really eat like a king, but eat for a week. And mm-hmm. that's so nice and so low maintenance and so great. It's a, it's the trendy term, I believe, is meal prepping. Um, I don't like to think of myself as a meal prepper, though. So <laughs> uh, I'm just in awe of uh, your ability to plan and stick with it. Um, I have made plans sometimes where I'll be like, these leftovers are for this. And then I'll look at it the next day, and be like, but I don't want to eat it today. Um, and I'll be sad. 
uh and <laughs> i'll be sad if i eat it <laughs> yeah it, it's just it's 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 weird it's so weird because it's like so, sometimes you uh you just want something different than what you got the the grass is always greener on the other dish but uh <laughs> that's that's just life i guess uh now one interesting thing though about ads is uh there was a i'm going to pivot this into actually discussing technology <laughs> Whoa. and that is uh there was uh, some recent criticism by uh the 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 fellows over at luminary where they're like hey we came up with this whole great plan of all you can eat podcasts uh for this fee uh that you can subscribe to because ad podcasts are uh, ad supported podcasts are dumb um and <laughs> nobody likes them and uh they're the worst and i believe it's a direct quote uh but yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, anywho, that didn't go over well with like lots of people, but um, the the that that company exists and they're they're trying to do stuff to make uh, their platform better. I actually saw a bus ad for uh, Luminary with uh, Trevor Noah's face on the side of it, and I was like, wow, wow, <sighs> yeah. Was he? What was he? Was he smiling? Was his thumb up in the air? Was he frowning? Was he? Was he? Was he did he have his hands out to the side, sort of shrugging? No, he was. He was smiling. Uh, he was in a suit jacket, and uh, it was it was framed like shoulders up. Um, oh, so he might not have been wearing pants. Oh, uh, maybe not. Um, but uh, it's yeah, it's a distinct possibility, I suppose. <laughs> One cannot confirm. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, that, the, the luminary thing doesn't appeal to me, um, at all, but, uh, I, I feel like in a month, nobody's going to talk about this because there's also those other services that have come and gone that have tried to do this or, or well, some of them are still operating. Like, remember we talked about, uh, Himalaya, um, mm-hmm. and it's like the world's largest database of spoken whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. oh yeah, <laughs> spoken word content or yeah. something. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So uh, there are people who try to like, uh, wall in, uh, all the, the free podcasting world stuff into their app with a couple of extra bonus things, uh, which, uh, is unpleasant. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know if it's going to make any sense for them, but they seem to be spending a lot of money. Um, so getting a lot of money and spending a lot of money, which, is odd to me i i'm uncomfortable with this i mean it's the same thing it's the same way that i feel about that one podcast network that everybody likes with the dude from npr and they've got two tech people that do a show um and it's npr storytelling style podcasts you know what i'm talking about uh I don't remember. I mean, are you thinking of Ira Glass is the guy? What's no? Well, maybe. I don't know. What's the one where they had a podcast that I think was called Startup? Oh, oh, Gimlet. That's what you're thinking. Yeah, Gimlet. Gimlet. That also makes me uncomfortable because it's like, let's throw a bajillion dollars at a thing. And everybody else who's who I know who's done this does not start by throwing a bajillion dollars at a thing. They start with a a uh toilet paper roll a tissue a rubber band some sort of thing to serve as a wire they plug that into their laptop with usb-c and they open up skype and they record a podcast and yeah and i like that form better then they upgrade to a snowball yeti um (laughs) yes I'm just just kidding. Please don't buy that microphone. But uh, please he, never buy that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's 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 weird. Uh, and, but there are a lot of people who uh, prefer those polished podcasts with with high production values um, that are NPR like. Are uh, ours is not, uh, and uh, many of the podcasts that you are on are not, and not, none of the ones that I really listen to are. Um, yeah. If anything, I've been listening to the more, uh, let's say, rustic, homespun um, <laughs> uh, material. Tarnished. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's a curious business model. But uh, people seem to think that there's opportunity there. Uh, I, I'm wary of the Spotify stuff more than I am of the Luminary because uh, Spotify has a much bigger subscriber base. Um, mm-hmm. So. So if at some point they decide to not play as nice as they seem to be playing right now, then 
uh, it would be unpleasant for lots of people. Um, now, it would, of course, have no impact on this show, uh, but uh, it, it, it would affect po- probably podcasts that I like listening to, I have to imagine. Um, but uh, we're, we're nowhere near that happening. It is interesting, though, that it has uh, sparked um, one of the free and open, quote unquote, podcast creators uh, and, and podcast app creators to, to add an uh, interesting feature recently to uh, their, their podcasting app where you can uh, share a clip of a show to try to make the shows more shareable on social media. Uh, to to get the word out about things that might be uh, difficult uh, to to get people to tap into the kind of stuff that uh, crooked media can splice together by having a couple interns you know work on it for two hours um, but uh, but wasn't wasn't like super easy for just any average or uh, special exemplary Joe to to accomplish <laughs> and uh, that that is uh, an interesting maneuver and. By that, of course, I'm referring to Overcast, the podcast app mm-hmm. from my, my Marco Arment, adding the uh, share clip uh, little feature where you can snip uh, part of the podcast that you're listening to up to a minute, uh, although it de- defaults to a shorter range to encourage uh, a, sh- a shorter production. Uh, and uh, let's see, you, you put that out into the world uh, so that other people can can hear it when they're scrolling through uh their 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 twitter feeds or when they're tapping through their instagram stories to try to ignore all the boomerang shots as fast as possible um (laughs) and uh they can come across this uh sound on sticker uh please and uh yes the sound on sticker (laughs) i i have authority issues i'm just going to admit that here and when I see that sound on sticker, I want to go past low, lowest volume possible. I want to turn it to negative four so that someone else who's listening hears it at a lesser volume. If you don't put the sound on sticker, I'm probably going to turn it up if it's a video. If you put the sound on sticker, I'm like, turn your own sound on. <laughs> uh, I, have a, I have a problem. <laughs> you seem very emotional about that. But yeah, <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, I have heard conflicting things where uh, some people will have their phone muted, uh, so they won't know that there's audio on a on a clip. Um, they'll just watch the video anyways and tap through. Uh, but I have to say that's probably not a common use case. It would be nice if they just had like a little thing up at the top, uh, like a dot. It was like there's audio. You know? Yeah, put a waveform up at the top left and and show me it bouncing. And I'm like, ooh, audio. There might be something interesting in this. Although, if I just see somebody sort of swinging their microphone, their microphone, their camera around a table, I don't care to hear your mumblings no. about you know the the food you're eating. I so most of the time I just keep it off. But if it's like, oh, that looked real, like it was really funny. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna not only am I going to go back and watch it again, but this time I'm gonna turn up my sound and watch it. So it. It's. I just rather would make that personal choice, and having you tell me makes me not want to do it at all. So sorry about that, folks. Yeah, um, and uh, <laughs> I have to say uh, that uh, I, I think the thing that probably annoys me more than that is when you see uh, an Instagram post that is an invitation to go look at. I'm sorry, uh, an Instagram story that is an invitation to go look at an Instagram post. Um, that, <laughs> yes. That... Oh, I post. I put up a new post. I can see no, that. No, not um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I well, a, I chances are because I don't think I follow enough people for it to be an issue. Chances are I've probably already seen the stupid post in your feed, in my feed, I mean. And secondly, yeah, I don't need to know that you have a new post up. I will get to it when I get to it. Yeah, I'm with mm-hmm. you there. Yeah, uh, but you know that's just the way the the world works. Uh, <laughs> but. The, uh, the it, it is interesting to see the the, the podcasting world changing. Um, it, it is unfortunate though that I couldn't share a clip uh, from our uh, Deep Focus member special where we talked about Shrek uh, with Dan. Um, uh, the three of us had a lovely conversation, and uh, there are many many clippable moments from that. Well, here's the thing: mm-hmm. I disagree with you about <laughs> you don't want to clip not that. sharing <laughs> about not sharing clips because. Um, 
Tiffany Armand and I, we uh, do a podcast called Somehow I Manage. Um, it's about The Office, and it's a retrospective rewatch. And in our show, we shared a, a clip highlight, just one of the highlights from the show, um, at the end of an episode. And so people were able to, you know, it's if, if you're a good drug dealer, you give everybody a taste for free, and then they come back for more. And if your drug is is Shrek uh, and is Swamp Water, which is a new name that they have for that new street drug. Uh, it's a synthetic drug and it will, it's called Swamp Water because when you take it, it makes your skin humid. Um, so you actually become like you are a humidifier yourself. And while you are humidifying the world, you go on a, a, a bit of a trip but it just sort of like adds a, a light green tint to everything that you see. And greens themselves don't actually show up. So it's like it's it's black and white where the green is, but everything else has a green tint to it. So they call that swamp water. I have no idea where I am right now. But if you want weird, <laughs> random stuff like that while we're talking about Shrek, the movie, um, then you should check out that member special. But it was nice to share that clip because then people were like, oh, yeah, this actually is really good. Um, and I want to hear more about like Mike Hurley trying to guess uh, guess stuff from from the office. So, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's smart, um, specifically business wise <laughs> to share clips from the members only stuff. But two, it's also kind of fun because those things, I think. There, we you know there's we had a lot of fun with the B movie too um and not sorry I, B movie fans I did not mean B movie two you have not <laughs> missed it that there's a second one has come out but yeah, I think so we had a fun there, with the B movie probably also a handful of people who are very disappointed right now yeah like what <laughs> B movie two you talked about it um yeah so both of those are are fun and they're both available if you become a member and um I think folks might like to hear those. Okay, uh, but I do like the I do like the clip sharing. I, I will say, um, mm -hmm. in general, I think that that's a really good idea, and I've I have done that myself um, before for things from Clockwise, and it's a complicated process to do yourself. Um, if you want to do it with some sort of you know good look to it, and so to have that built in is was really really choice, and I'm glad that 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 option is available now. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice, though, if uh, Marco managed to uh, come up with some way for you to have both a link uh, and the uh, output video audio uh, to to be in the same like little tweet blob so you could send it. That, that would be nice. Um, if you that would be choice. Yes, if you could format all of that stuff together. Because uh, right now you kind of do that on your your left to your own devices in terms of adding those things. Um, so I, I mostly see the clips being shared as just the little video fragment um, and not uh, with the link. Uh, but uh, because of the formatting that's in the video, uh, it's very easy to find if you wanted to seek that episode out because you can type in the episode name and the number, and it's right there. But uh, but anywho, uh, that's. That's interesting, and I look forward to, mm -hmm. to more stuff there. I'm sure that's going to be refined. Um, according to Jason Snell and Mike Hurley, this was apparently a beta feature that was uh, added immediately and released and not beta tested at all uh, by any of the beta testing pool. So uh, I imagine there, there was probably some feedback that is being received at this very moment um, about ways that it could be improved. Uh, but uh, one interesting thing was seeing overcast uh also be mangled by steve trout and smith into uh a, <laughs> a so-called marzipan app where uh the toolkit uh that is basically inside of mojave uh that allows for uh the the home app and uh the glorious stocks app and the fantastic and uh can't live without it uh, apple's news app to to function the way that they do <laughs> Uh, that that exists out there uh, and can, can sort of be hacked around with. So uh, Steve did that with Marco's app and made this Frankenstein thing that I would not want to use. And according to Marco, doesn't play audio. So uh, 
it was an interesting proof of concept in terms of, I guess, layout, but, uh, it, it, it's, it's weird. It's super weird. Um, so I'm looking forward to, uh, June when, uh, the, the, the more official ish stuff starts rolling out for that and seeing what apps will start to look like. And I hope they don't look like that overcast test because that's not my cup of tea. Not my, literally my, my cup of tea is different than that. <laughs> yeah. That's not a psalm. That's, Nigerian. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Um I think that I would like <laughs> um some form of different podcasts or uh, apps that I use on the Mac. Um I am in front of my Mac a lot and so I was not as bothered by the overcast marzipan, maybe as you were. Oh, it just me visually. I want it because it would be nice to have the same thing across all of my devices. Because um, it is curious, it is a weird limitation to not have it. Uh, I, I just think that the slapdash first effort was was not what I would want to have shipped, and I wouldn't expect it would be something that Marco would ship. But uh, it was it was just curious to see it. You know, that's an adjective folks don't use enough, is slapdash. I like that one a lot. It's got some rhythm to it. Um, and it kind of makes me sad that we don't use that more. But yeah, I think um, as a proof of concept, it was fun to look at. But I had a lot of questions as I'm, you know, seeing now, do you swipe here? How does this work? Am I clicking? Um, how does this go? How does this not go? Et cetera, et cetera. So... We'll see how much folks adapt their apps for the Mac. I like there's still some there's some weirdness in the home app, and that's one that Apple has you know put on there themselves, and I find it a little odd. The news app, on the other hand, which Joe just loves, mm. uh, which is why I randomly sent him an an Apple News article while he was speaking, um, is quite lovely in. I I quite like having the you know the big screen to read it on um and I think that it works well but there are a lot of gestures and things that make sense on iOS within the home app that don't translate so well to the Mac app and so I hope that we can start to build a default translation between the two and so we know that every time what would be a long press on ios becomes blank on the mac and so you know what to do and and it starts to become muscle memory i guess okay uh but i don't know it seems it just doesn't seem like it would be the same but uh but anyway i opened apple news uh while you were talking and uh, while you were away oh no it doesn't load oh no what is going on that's so sad let me see if it loads for me yeah loaded right up for me what is going on i was also having a uh a problem with uh the the mac app store on my machine too i don't know what is going on but uh you've been blocked by apple (laughs) yes they block specifically me but uh but apparently the news today doesn't work, but the other like category things on the sidebar I can click through. But uh, that's so it's it's whatever is coming. The stuff that's coming straight from Apple is not getting to you. Yeah, straight from hmm. Apple to me. Um, so uh, that Apple juice about. is uh, clogged. <laughs> I don't know. How to, yeah, I don't like that. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I I I don't like Apple News apps anywhere. I don't like the way that it traps you and bottles you up inside of uh the app instead of just being uh easy to like socially share things with apps that you have that you're in like if you're in twitter i don't want to tap on something and then like whoosh i'm off to another app um and then you're you got this weird interface and then you want to go back and share this article with somebody else and uh you gotta you gotta navigate back to the thing um, I just I think it's stupid, um, and I've never enjoyed that. And I also don't like the experience of browsing apps. Uh, I'm sorry, browsing news articles, as we've discussed before. When you tap on something, uh, if you swipe backwards, it takes you to the previous article in the ordered list uh, of yeah, articles. Yeah, that's annoying. 
which if you're somebody who reads a newspaper like that, what is wrong with you? Because <laughs> there's so many things in there you don't need to read. You don't need to like be a newspaper completionist and like swipe through each one. But uh, uh, apparently there are also some other shortcomings with the news plus service uh, that I was listening to uh, the rebound with Lex, uh, Dan and uh, John Maltz. Um, and Lex was describing why he was canceling it because he thought it would be great because it would be a way to save money because then they wouldn't have to have so many uh, subscriptions that they were paying for for uh, magazines that his uh, daughter likes. But uh, then he he actually had the experience of using it and decided it was terrible because uh, no matter uh, if you like the magazine or fave it or whatever, it, it doesn't like tell you when there's a new magazine released it it just kind of you have to go find it again and browse it and i was just like wow that's it doesn't sound very enticing at all to the experience uh now he did say that maybe there is a way to do it but it is not obvious to him um and uh i i gotta imagine that uh it means there probably isn't one that i would find um so i i still haven't done my trial of it i'm gonna save my trial my free trial of of uh apple news for later because uh, I also don't want to deal with that dialogue box that apparently pops up and says that you're going to lose 200 plus magazines if you 200 and more magazines if you uh, end your subscription, uh, which is real, real great uh, way to deal with your customers. Uh, I, I disapprove, but uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't. Did you did you end up signing for News Plus? Um, so I tried it out for free and then my me, I forgot, did he to, <laughs> he forgot, did he to remove the scription? Yee. Uh, no, I, I was trying to do a little poem there and that just didn't work out, but I, I had subscribed for the free trial. Um, so I guess that doesn't really count as subscribing and I liked it. Didn't love it, but I liked it. <sighs> And then I forgot to cancel it before the 30 days was up. So now I have it for another month. But um, I have now gone into the subscription and uh, hit that cancel button. So at the end of this month that I paid for, I will no longer be a News Plus subscriber. Unless between now and then, I decide that I like it so much that I'm keeping it around. So um, no... No true insights yet on that, um, but I didn't use it enough to justify the cost, and I'm annoyed that I forgot to cancel it <laughs> and have it for an extra month, but I will use it for this month while I have it and read the uh, articles that you know can, can come up, and yeah, oh. Yeah, uh, all those New Yorker articles um, that you keep meaning to get to. <laughs> Oh my god, I saw this um someone shared this sketch or this little, you know, comic sketch or whatever and it had uh it was just like you what you can tell about a person from their coffee habits. And they had or not coffee habits but like coffee brewing methods. Mm-hmm. Um and so let me see here. Yeah, I saw the same thing. I shared it with Oh, you've uh, seen it? Yeah, I shared it with uh, with Dan and and with our uh, friend listener of the show uh, Raya, and um, uh, they 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 did not think it was as entertaining um, that someone would critique people based on the kind of ways that they would brew their coffee. It didn't seem very oh, accurate to them. It's funny. Mm-hmm. It's a funny joke. It's ha ha funny. I know. And I, I thought it was funny because my coffee brewing method of choice is to put a um, what is essentially a coffee drip cone on top of a cup of coffee. It's called the pour over method. And it was like actually finds time to read New Yorker articles was my, my personality. And I have not found time to read New Yorker articles, but I felt, I felt, uh, validated mm-hmm. and I felt nice that, um, Did you feel seen? <laughs> I felt seen, I felt heard, <laughs> I felt respected and I felt not small and that was nice uh but i don't read new yorker articles so mm-hmm. it was inaccurate but i thought it was funny uh for sure and people were also mad about the mocha pot one um because apparently that's not 
Italian at all in terms of like what people are using there uh, or what our like or rather it was it, according to this um, you know pretty well known Italian person um, the argument was that Americans have a misconception of what the mocha pot is and what coffee beverage it makes and so uh it's not just used by old folks it's also used by young folks as well and our version of the mocha with a k is different from the italian version of mocha with a k and that's how you know i think that maybe that comic just is not something you should pay attention to because you know if you're if you're very upset about it then <laughs> it's not bringing joy to your life and what do we do with things that don't spark joy uh, we get rid of them yeah we so. create a problem for goodwill um, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's all I got for, uh, for this week, unless you got something else. Animal facts. Oh, yes. Animal facts. We've got one single animal fact. Um, still workshopping the jingle. There will be one eventually. <laughs> there, auto tune might be involved. We'll see. Um, this one I'm actually really excited about. And it is, it is more an animal tip than an animal fact. And so now I know you're all really just like, ooh, what's he talking about? Um, Around this time, particularly if you live in areas where uh, these little creatures are around and are uh, creeping and crawling, it is called a brown recluse spider. Oh, Um, yeah. The brown recluse spider is very, uh, is well known as, you know, a, it's like black widows and brown recluse spiders are the ones to avoid, the ones to look out for, the scary, creepy spiders. They're poisonous, they're dangerous. Um, what's interesting is that most people do not ever even come like, close to getting bit by a brown recluse and folks who do get bit by brown recluse on the whole all they have to do is rest hydrate and uh keep an eye on inflammation and they're good to go they don't have to go get anti-venomed or whatever um i don't know if they call yeah spider venom i guess they do call it venom um it's very rare that those scary necro whatever it is where your skin melts away happens. That's so, that's so, 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 so rare. But we've got this false impression that these spiders are going to like make your whole body melt away. Anyway, um, because of our fear of brown recluse spiders, uh, a lot of people think that every single spider they see that's brown. And sometimes people think that spiders they do see that aren't brown. Ah, that's a brown recluse. Oh, I know that's a brown recluse on top of that, because of the way that nature works, um, a lot of spiders that are brown try to look like brown recluse spiders, um, and it makes you know you scared of them. But one one fact here first is that um, there was a a it was is like a study, but not really a study. Basically, this family was living in a home that had more than 3,000 brown recluse spiders in it. And no one in the four years that they lived in this home was bitten by a brown recluse. There were no no uh, no medical reports of being bitten by a brown recluse. Was, was so this the a reality is, show? Why were they living no, in this house? They, they were living in this house, and then later they, you know, saw a brown recluse, and then they had, you know, someone come to fumigate the house or whatever and the person found this basically like giant population of brown recluse spiders in the home have you ever seen the and movie so they were like how long how long have you lived here and you know they lived there for four years and no one had ever been bitten so the point of that story is that they don't really um like that there's a reason they're called recluse spiders they really don't come around and the time the times that people have been bitten by a brown recluse is when um oh sorry um the times when they have been bitten by a brown recluse is when they press up against it and then the spider freaks out and bites so with all that in mind 
if you ever see a brown spider and you think it's a brown recluse, take a photo of that spider, go to Twitter, and type in at recluse or not. That's at R-E-C-L-U-S-E or not. And then send the photo of the spider with the uh, location where you live. And this Twitter account will look at the spider and tell you, yes, it's a recluse. No, it's not a recluse. Here's what spider it actually is. And here's how you can tell that it's not a brown recluse spider. Um, I love this, this, uh, this Twitter account. There are science folks who you know know all about spiders that are running this account and they are constantly looking at the streams to uh tell you and you can see if you go to their page where they've you know quote tweeted people who have sent them photos and said hey this is or this is not and here is why you know that um it is indeed a brown recluse or it is not a brown recluse and a lot of ghost spiders a lot of um, yellow sack spiders and a lot of nursery web spiders are um, represented. But a lot of times it's not a brown recluse. I will say the one thing that freaked me out was that brown recluse are not the only recluse spiders. There are also other forms of recluse spiders. And uh, whenever earlier, if you heard me go, oh, uh, it was a, a yellow recluse spider that I saw. And that's scary that there are non-brown recluse ones that are also poisonous. So anyway, that's the stuff you should check out, recluse or not, at recluse or not. And yeah, that's uh, that's the animal fact for this episode. Well, that's a good animal fact because it combines animals and technology. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's just, just like <laughs> us. We're animals just like and technology. Just like us. <laughs> We do. We throw them together in a pot, stir it up, and uh, serve it to you hot. With some bread beans and rice. With some red beans and rice and some Assam tea. Mm-hmm. And that's how you come full circle, and that is how you end a podcast. Uh, we, we should have tied in swamp water. Uh, you, oh, yeah, yeah. That fake drug I made up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank, well, thank you again. That is the end of the thing. That is the end of the thing, people. Why are you still here? Mm-hmm. Go away now. Joe and I have to talk. You need to go, please. <laughs> okay, Joe. So um, the other day, I just kidding. Just kidding. I know you're still listening. Goodbye.